how are you? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm just tired. You know, I had a really big weekend. It was my, even though I'm not leaving DC for a little over a month, um, I had my big like going away shenanigans this weekend because some friends were going to be in town and uh, the next weekends honestly are just full of other things, including some other people's mm-hmm. going away parties. So um, yeah, I had a cruise. You're, what? You're like, you're like, you know how when you transpose a song, you can transpose it to a different key? Uh-huh. I feel like your laurel transposed like four notes lower. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like normally a C and right now you're like a, a G. Yeah, like, I got a little okay. bit of like a raspy, a raspy <laughs> voice. Um, we, it's kicked off yesterday with a, um, a brunch here um, at my friend's house that Leo and I are living at this summer that was cruise ship themed because we mm-hmm. all know how much I love a good cruise. Um, we had a photo backdrop of like an, a beachscape. We had trivia. We had bingo. Um, everyone was told to wear cruise attire. Wow, that's pretty. I'm. I'm ex- I like theming. <laughs> you like cruises. I'm just like excited to hear about all this theming. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, I, I made the trivia, and some friends of mine made the bingo, and they made. They came up with 75. Laurel in DC related spots for bingo cards and it was hilarious. So was it as you like okay, explain to me how like give me an example of some of the things on the bingo card. Like um Iceland trip. Uh fur vest cuz I used to have a fur vest that I wore. Um like uh, so so, how did you get to mark things off of the bingo card? If they saw that stuff, if you brought up the Iceland trip? No, no, my friend would just, she was like the bingo caller. So she would be like, next up, we oh, have... You would just pull things out? Flywheel, so was, and people would okay, be like... Okay, so it was legit bingo. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, yes. okay. Do you understand what I'm asking? Because I've seen the bingos where it's like, if Laurel brings up the Iceland trip, yes. like, mark it up on your yeah, bingo card. Yeah, where it's card. like incidental bingo. No, well, it's funny. Like, I'm sure you've done it on... Um, Academy Award night. Yes, Oscars. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, so we had an actual, we had an, like, my friend actually was the bingo caller. Um, okay. And it was really funny. You also got a point if you, so there was the bingo game, but then the side game of the bingo game was you got a point if you were there, like, if you in some way were, had participated in what mm-hmm. the bingo thing was. So, like, if it was Oscar party, if you'd been to one of my Oscar parties, Craniac's podcast was one of the, was one of nice. the spots. So, yeah, it was, like, very... You should have got an extra point if, like, you actually know what Ryan looks like <laughs> and, like, have met him or something but, like that. But there were people who went to SMU with us who were there, so they would have gotten points for that. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean, like... It's people you know. It's Leah and Clark. Okay, yeah, but Leah, Clark, people like that, yes, would have gotten the points, but I wonder if there's other people that are, like... who I, I, It would have been a bonus point if it had been, like, who, who here knows Ryan? And they'd have been, like, uh, Spaz? Oh, that guy! <laughs> like, well, what's funny is I said, I was, like... No, I'm not going to be offended if you don't raise your hand, but how many of you have actually listened to an entire episode of Craniacs? And, like, four people raised their hand. So, hey, yeah. I'll take it. Um, um, one of them is probably I, our, our most prolific listener who um, is just he, – he's, he's going to be a guest coming up soon. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure he would love to hear his name on the hi, podcast. Hi, Kyle. Hi, there Kyle. <laughs> hope, hope, thanks for coming. To, thanks to you and Casey for coming this weekend. They flew from Houston up here to D.C. Oh, wow, so, wow. Yeah, hope, hope the flight home is uneventful, guys. We're on it right now. <laughs> um, 
I don't know why I just thought of this story. It's kind of like the whole like people who don't know me but who who have know me thing. Diver, there was a guy I knew in band, and it uh, what the heck, Aaron, Aaron something. Um, sorry, Aaron. There's no way he listens to this. Um, <laughs> but he was in band with me. And he came that up sound to me you hear is like, Aaron crying softly yeah. to himself. <laughs> um, yeah, just like this was. It was like one of those things where it's like. No, I'm sorry. I was about to go real dark. Um, so uh, he was telling me, he's like, oh, yeah, I was, I think he was like, you know, chatting up with a girl. Things are going well. They were in, they were talking in her, in her dorm room. And he like looked over her shoulder and like squinted and went over to like, she had all her, you know, pictures arranged on a cork board or something. And she, he started looking at one. She goes, oh yeah, that was a great picture. I keep it up there because it's a really good picture of us. But some like, photobombed our picture he's like yeah that's ryan i know that guy <laughs> like <laughs> it's like i'm like it's like this picture of like all these friends i'm just like Argh! like that was before i developed my patented helicopter face mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you know helicopter oh, face? I, I know it yes yes i love helicopter face um tara last night we were talking and she was like so did, have you talked to laurel about what time you're recording or whatever and this is not this sounds like production talk but this is for the podcast um and i was like no i'm gonna leave my phone on because i bet like I, like i could either i'm like if i don't get a text by 2 a.m our time like it's not happening in the morning <laughs> like i and even if i got it at 2 a.m it'd probably been like i would just like woke up and be like no and gone back to sleep <laughs> yeah um yeah when you texted me yesterday about watching these episodes i was like probably on like mimosa number five so yeah, yeah, yeah. not to be confused I with mean, mambo number five <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of vodka yeah. in my glass da, 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 da. Um, um, well so so th- the day was a marathon day because after br- like everyone probably left here between three and four brunch started at 11 everyone left between like three and four power nap time and then at seven was it under a, another guest's coat so or? it's funny um my <laughs> I, I i told my friend who i live with um i said you know that if i take a nap during the party it's gonna be on your bed and she was like yeah. not the bed here that you sleep in every night i was like no 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 i gotta keep it with you. that was one of the one of the trivia questions i made was which of these people's beds has laurel not slept on during a new year's eve party so anyway, but then we went out. Um, did you ever go to Beer Garden House on H Street? Yes. Um, so I love that place. So we went there for the beginning of the evening, and then we transitioned around 10. I brought out glow sticks. We transitioned nice. around 10 to Little Miss Whiskey on H Street. Yeah. And danced the night away. And I love Little Miss Whiskey. It's uh, last night. I was saying last night's dance floor was like particularly good because they were cranking the air conditioning because it's been like hotter than hell here mm-hmm. and it was just yeah it was great we went i went one time um it was me and did you ever meet my friend justin i don't think so justin and i went uh and we were drinking and hanging out i don't know if we went, we eventually like had gone to h street with a bunch of other people and we were the only two left but we ended up at little miss whiskey's and we were talking about we, so Justin's gay, and we started having this conversation about, like, you know, girls go out, and they have they go out just with their girlfriends, and they dance, and he's like, why can't we do that? And I'm like, I mean, I guess we could. Like, I was just like, sure, shrug, not my thing in any situation. And then we went upstairs, and it was just, like, two friends, like, <laughs> dancing together. <laughs> it looked so weird. It looked like, 
It, what it looked like is there was this gay couple, and one of them was like about to break up with the other one, and the other one hadn't figured it out yet. Because he was just like spinning around me like a maypole at some point, and I'm just like looking like, eh. like I, I made this like concerted effort in my head of like, well, I guess I'm not hitting on anyone tonight. Shrug. This is what tonight is now. <laughs> Uh, not like, not like there were like all these women like walking up, seeing Justin being like, "Dang it!" and walking away. Like it wasn't like had had Justin not been there, it would have been like phone number city for us. Yes, Ryan. just just papers littered around you and people yeah. giving you their phone. It looked number. like a ticker tape parade <laughs> of phone numbers, um, like a confetti cannon. Yes. Anyway, well, it, it was obvious when we were there that the, the youths of today um, don't know the glories of glow sticks because they were like, "Oh my gosh." Where did you get these? These are amazing. Also, it's a really good safety thing because at bars you can always find your friends if you're always if you're all wearing glow sticks. So, we were at last night. We did the Jaws on the Water thing um, that they do down here. Do you know what that is? No. They they used to do it just like once a year. And now it's like a big thing. But it's you want you basically get, you get an inner tube and they project Jaws onto like a big one of those outdoor blow up mm-hmm. screens. movie screens. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, Jaws is my favorite movie, so I I absolutely loved it. And they did this other stuff. They always the stuff like instead of like a face painting, you could they would paint what looked like a shark bite onto your arm. Oh. And so my parents were like, "What are you up to today?" And I sent them that picture of Tara with like this huge like bleeding like shark. They're like, "Ah, like what happened?" Um, but they give you everybody has uh, the necklace. Uh, glow sticks oh oh nice and i think that's a safety issue 100 well, so. it was yeah it was really nice it's also funny to see people who are not fans of glow sticks so i'd be like here you need glow sticks and they'd be like no thank you and i was like <laughs> and i was just like oh okay why are we friends <laughs> oh people there were people you know i thought you're going up to rando no, in oh, the no. bar and I no, was no, like, no 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 <laughs> No, no, no. Um, yeah, no, only people I know. I was like, guys, we only have 200 glow sticks, and there are like 30 of us here, so, like, be stingy. Oh, I was about to say, I, was, I would have passed out glow sticks in that bar like some sort of weird 90s rave Johnny Appleseed. Like, here, you get a glow stick, and you get a glow stick. I mean, one of my friend's favorite things to do is just throw glow sticks at people, so that could have happened, but... Um, I, I used to do a similar thing at bars with, with fake mustaches, where we'd buy a boatload of fake mustaches and wear them around and just throw throw them at people no oh. like give them to people like, you want, they, we'd have them on we'd have we did it in vegas was the first time we did it with some friends i used to work with we we're all just walking around with fake mustaches which is weird because i feel like security was like watch them yes they're up to something i don't know what yes but and you know, the people are like why are you wearing a fake mustache and i'd be like why aren't you yeah. here have one great good times well i don't really have mm. a good segue but i don't you want to start this episode yeah Hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. We're the Craniacs. We get together once a week and we talk about Frasier. Laurel here is the uh, all-time Frasier champion. I am the the young, plucky, uh, new challenger to her Frasier crown. I don't know. I think of these on the fly. Uh, We are... In the middle? We're not in the middle. We're still in the beginning of season four. Oh, um, we're getting close to the middle. These were episodes nine and ten. Mm-hmm. And the first one... I've, I've actually got notes. I feel like lately I've been writing a lot wow. more notes. I, I know. I just... <laughs> well, they're, they're definitely, I feel like, significantly less than, than what you... Although, whenever you show me your notes on this, just so everyone knows, you quickly flash with the camera. It could literally be the one episode <laughs> over and over again, and you're just, like, saying, like, look at all these notes I wrote. 
And it's like, I'm like, that one said a uh, gallon of milk, two, <laughs> two turkey breasts, <laughs> slices. Like, that was, that was a recipe. Um, yes. Uh, so the first one we're doing is called Dad, Dad Loves Sherry, The Boys Just Wine. Um, the Netflix which, synopsis is Martin's delighted reaction after his girlfriend Maureen breaks up with him surprises Frazier. He soon learns that Martin has also been dating Sherry. That's a good one. That's a good one, but I feel like the sentence structure is so odd that it's like somebody who's just learning how to write like sentences. I would love to know how Netflix, like who's writing this? Do they have specific copywriters they hire? Is it something where it's like, hey, we have the most creative web programmer also writes these yeah. up? Like, what are they doing? Um. Do you have the do you have the IMDb synopsis? It's it's very similar. I think the okay. only thing that's different is that the end says Fraser Niles can't stand her, but neither has the guts to say so. Okay. Um, Other than that, it's essentially the same thing. I was shocked to see Marine at the beginning of this episode. I, I was too. I was surprised to know that they continued to date each other. Because we have not heard... I mean, this is like Joe breaking up with Daphne, and you're like, oh, she's still seeing Joe? But I feel like there were little things peppered throughout of, like, she would mention Joe every once in a while. Yes, that didn't happen with Maureen, though. I, I, yeah, Never I don't heard remember of her anything. Like, after that first episode. I, and I'm wondering if we go back and watch if there's any uh, jokes or plots that have uh, Martin, like, talking about hitting on women or, like, picking someone... You know, like, if he portrays any things that you say, well, that's not a man who's seriously seen. Yeah. Woman. How dare you? Um, it's also, I think, a little surprising to see her because she's a much more, I don't want to say prolific, that's a very big word, for but a much more well-known actress now. Um, but So, uh, you know, having her back in just for the beginning to be like, let's break up, Martin, seems a little nuts. Yeah, I, I think back then, though, she probably wasn't a very still yeah. present as prolific. Probably happy to get to work. Yeah. Um, fun fact, her ex-husband, Bradley Whitford, got um, remarried last week. Last weekend, maybe? Last week? Oh, yeah? Yeah, he married one of his co-stars from Transparent. Bradley Whitford's in Transparent? I, I don't watch the show, but yes, he is. Yeah. That's one of those shows where I'm like, oh, I've heard a lot of good things. I can I can tell you one person who was in it who's not in it anymore. Yeah, I, I watched maybe the first two or three episodes, and then I just never picked it back up again. Hmm. Um, anyway, so... What is... Well, I was going to ask you, how do you pronounce her last name? Kazmarek. Thank you. <laughs> that was it. Um, I... This is a rare episode that I really don't remember at all. Um, I, I will I will give you a little bit of a spoiler that Sherry sticks around for a long time. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're still together at the end. And I guess this is a fairly well-known actress. I'm not sure I'm very familiar with her work. I, I've only seen her, I think, in one other thing. Um, a wonderful... A uh, Bollywood adapt- adaptation of Pride and Prejudice called Bride and Prejudice. She was in a Bollywood movie. Uh, it, it's like a it was like a Bollywood American movie called mm. Bride and Prejudice, where it's yeah like the the Bennett family with all the daughters is Indian, and Mr. Darcy and his friends are either British or American, and yeah. I was wondering why you're giving me the character names and I'm like oh she probably thinks I don't remember anything about Pride and Prejudice if I've even read it to be honest um oh did you know who I was talking about you didn't know who I was talking about 
No, I figured oh, okay. it out. Okay, um, okay. But like, I just was like, I was like, Miss, why is she telling me character names? Oh, this is a important piece of literature I should be more familiar with than I am. Okay, got it. I mean, I, I know that you probably have your own ranking of your favorite Pride and Prejudice adaptations like we all do. So um, that, that, that'll be another podcast idea. Save it for the next one. Do, you know do you know there's a movie called... Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I just like the idea of you dragging me through Jane Austen. <laughs> it's Jane Austen, isn't it? Yes, it is. Good job. Yeah, but like this idea of like we do like it's the same format, but it's like, hello, <laughs> Austenites. This is Ryan, and here we are again. Uh, I don't know. Do you know there's a movie called or a book and probably a movie called Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? Yes. Okay, that's we now know the same level that I know about this movie. <laughs> yeah, I many people when it when the book first came out, many people were like, "Are you gonna read this?" And I was like, "I'm not a zombie person, guys. I'm good. Thanks, though." Uh, Sherry, the actress's name, by the way, is, uh, Marsha Mason, and she was, I guess her big thing is The Goodbye Girl, which is apparently a very good movie with, uh, uh, Richard Dreyfuss, and she seems to have been in a lot of episodes of Grace and Frankie recently. Oh, yes, she is. Yeah, okay. Do you watch that show at all? I do. I I haven't haven't really watched the most recent season, but I, I do watch that show. Same, same. Um. Do you remember her? She's their friend who moves into the, like active older adult community i don't know that i've got i don't think we've watched the last few seasons okay. like i didn't know we were at my uh, grandfather's house and he put it on and uh uh phoebe lisa kudrow was on it i was like oh lisa kudrow's on the show yeah, like I, for a little bit yeah uh yeah so i haven't seen i think they've done five seasons i think maybe i've seen three Marsha mason has been nominated for four oscars what in in what I, goodbye girl's got to be one of them um so best actress in a leading role so best actress for 1982 only when i laugh best actress in 1980 for chapter two best actress in 78 for the goodbye girl and best actress man all these are best actress um in 74 for cinderella liberty i have not heard of any of those other than the goodbye girl yeah i was about to say i've heard of goodbye girl not yeah same here and she hasn't done like she doesn't have a like she seems to take her roles pretty... Oh, my goodness. She's in, like, six episodes. Sorry. I just kind of spoiled something a little for myself. She's in... Sherry sticks around. Yes. Yeah. So, everyone, I got a text from Ryan yesterday that said, what, Sherry, Sherry is a lot? I think I ended up liking her. And I was kind of like, oh, but, she's going to be here for a while. But she's very... What's on your uh, shoulder? That one? Other one? Other one? Move towards the camera? Like... So here, a, hang on, I don't, I don't have, I don't have you up. So it looked like oh. an anchor. It looks like oh, it is an anchor. Something. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought it was like something had appeared on my shoulder. And no, I, no, 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 no. So I was like, oh, is that a is tattoo? It? Um. Yes, it is. A temporary, like a, real one? a temporary oh. tattoo. <laughs> I was like, I think we felt like we had this discussion. <laughs> no, it's 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 from brunch yesterday. We had we had cruise okay, ta- we had nautical out. tattoos. Yes, but when I said, what's that on your shoulder? And you didn't, like, immediately appear with a story. I was like, oh. does Laurel have a tattoo? And I just didn't have never seen it or... Yes. Not that you're... Like, guys, Laurel Laurel barely got dressed today. It's just... <laughs> usually she's so much well... Much better put together. Um, Sherry was a lot. And Sherry... I mean, and that was the point of her. Um, I think I liked her. I think that you could have easily put a, a lesser actress into this role and she just would have been annoying. Like, this could have been Fran Dreschner. Yes. <laughs> it could have just been, like, awful. And you... It, it is nice to see, like, Mar- like a different 
side of Martin where he's like really like jovial and like kind of like mm-hmm, a teenager mm-hmm. in love a little bit. Well, it's usually Martin feels a little bit like the odd man out amongst this group. And for once it felt like Frazier and Niles were a little. Yes. Out there. Yes. Um, so I feel like we haven't explained this episode at all, but I'm, I'm assuming some of you are listeners with us, but essentially for a quick explanation, Martin has a girlfriend who sucks. No, um, <laughs> there's a whole big thing where they start talking about, you know, uh, I think Niles is about to get a, uh, award yes. and he's was worried about asking his dad and he gets even more worried when Shelly comes into the picture, Sherry comes into the picture and, uh, they, the, the, the crux of the episode becomes Niles and Fraser deciding how they're going to explain to Martin, we don't like Sherry. Yes. Which is interesting because, I don't know, my you know my parents are, have, have remained together. I think yours have. I guess the closest we can talk about is uh, family who's, not even family, like family or friends who's had the same situation where it's like, have you ever had that situation where you really don't like a girlfriend or a boyfriend of somebody, but it's like, they're... It's not that you don't it's wanna, not that they need to break up. They're like bad for each other, but you just don't really care for the person. Not even that bad. I mean, I don't know. There's just been times where it's like, I always have friends when they break up with someone. They're like, why didn't anyone tell me that none of you liked her? It's like, what is it, Matt? Like, why would we tell you that? Like, there's a difference between we don't like her and we don't think you should like her. Yeah. Like, and that's a very hard line to cross. Where I'm just like, like my thing is like. I mean, I would never say this to a friend, but sometimes it's like, if you date someone and I don't like them and you two get married, then I just don't hang out with you anymore. Like, I don't, like... <laughs> the price like, is my sucks. friendship. What? What? And it's, and it's not necessarily me saying that, that, like, you should worry about my friendship. It's just like, oh, well, you apparently like this person more than you care about me liking this person, so you go do your thing. Fine. Well, I guess... And that's, that's even a weird way to put it, but you know what I'm saying? Well... I, I do know what you're saying, but I don't think that in somebody choosing to marry someone, they're making a statement to all of their friends as to where they stand in their lives. Right. And that's not what I'm saying. I feel like. It is what you said. That's not what I meant. <laughs> um, that was, that came through like so loud and creepy. Like if you'd said something like seven days, it would have been like awful. Um, I, I just mean, the, the situation I find myself in is the friend going after they've broken up and we're all like, yeah, they kind of sucked. And then them going, why didn't you say anything? It's like, I don't want to tell you your girlfriend sucks because at the end of the day, who am I? Like, you're dealing with her more than me, so either you figure it out or, like, you like her and that's what matters. Well, but I feel like that's a different situation than what Fraser and Niles are yes. in. They're going to have to call this woman mother. Well, but, but even, they're even, they're not like, she sucks. They're they're just like, oh, like you said, she's a lot and she's really different from us. And mm-hmm. we're honestly uncomfortable by how yes, just outgoing and like kind of, you know, inappropriate at times she is. But there's nothing like, like she's not bringing Martin down. Like a big thing amongst my group of friends that we all, that we'll say is like, we don't, don't let somebody like dull your star. And... <laughs> Okay. So, so like, be, be with somebody who brings out. You and the- I have very different group of friends. <laughs> well, like, 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 I'm just imagining my dorky friends being like, do not let someone <laughs> dull your star. <laughs> but it, we basically mean be with somebody who makes you the best version of you, who brings out yes. the best in you, and somebody who brings you down is dulling your star. Um, I think that's the same thing. If I saw someone who I thought was like ruining that person, I'd be like, this is a problem. 
But other times where I'm like, you seem happy, do your thing. Well, and, and so that's that's where I think Frazier and Niles are kind of like, uh, dad's super happy. We yeah. don't get it. But also there's the, the fact that Martin has never liked anybody they've been with either. So it's kind of like, we just... We we spend time together because we're family and we've learned to get along, but we would not don't have at all the same group of friends. I loved that scene. I loved that scene where there he's he's like, you guys will never make her feel welcome and blah blah blah, and she leaves. And for like, I like the message of the scene. I like how it played out, but I love the part where Frazier's like, "Wait, yes, you never felt done that to us either." Like that moment where he realizes it, and then Niles is like, "Oh, he almost got away yeah. with it." <laughs> like, yes, I know. Was, I, yeah, I loved so that. Good. I loved that as well. Um, because when it's especially when it's this like looking at adult children and their relationships with their parents where you can be like no hey we're we're adults talking about other adults here and Mm -hmm. you even though you're my parent weren't cool about something and i'm gonna point that out to you you can talk that way to your folks (laughs) must be nice (laughs) well i mean mom and dad you're you're usually cool about things so we don't have to have those conversations but oh no hey mom and dad who aren't listening to i know i found out for a fact that my mom doesn't listen to this podcast and never will because i was like uh, we were talking about something blah 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 and i mentioned frazier and i know i've told my mom i have a frazier podcast before <laughs> and she just goes i hate that show i never like that show <laughs> like it's so i just like really like tore on it and then like tara and i were in the back seat and we just look at each other and i could see i think we've got a really good rapport which is nice because we're married. But um, Tara, I swear, was just like, gave me this look at I was like, don't just, I didn't even shake my head. I just like looked at her like, don't, yep. don't bring it up. Nope. Don't, just let it go. Not, not, not the hill <laughs> you're going to die on. Yeah, and I, so I can say whatever I want about my mom anytime I want. But yeah. Oh, sorry, I just stood up and shifted. If it, it's like that scene. Laurel's moving her laptop, and right now it looks like the scenes on Star Trek where they're trying to pretend like the ship's under attack. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, whoa, and the camera's moving. <laughs> I like that scene because I did like Martin. You know, I did like Martin. Get, I love when Martin's like. I like when someone's not a hundred percent right on these shows because a lot of these, you know, sitcoms are just very heavy-handed. So it's like this is the right way to think and not. So I like when there's a little bit of nuance. Um, I did like this point where they start talking and he's like, you know, we all do that. You know, the only person who was ever nice to anybody was uh, his their mother. Mm-hmm. False. There's an episode of Cheers. Oh, that's right. Where Fraser's mom meets Diane and literally threatens to murder her with a gun. That, that's right. <laughs> she I doesn't leave Fraser. Didn't Nancy Marchand play? Yes. Yeah. And I was like in here, like, no, wrong, Martin. J'accuse. This is. <laughs> she was not a good mother. She was terrible at it. It's just because I was. Oh, I started listening to this this podcast. That's not great and not a recommendation and it's a very weird podcast but they talk about Frasier a bit in it oh. and they brought that up and so I started listening to it just to kind of do some homework I guess and they were talking about that episode but they were talking a lot about the retcons from Cheers to Frasier yeah. and this was a big one yeah no that's true and I guess that kind of gets to the point of like how much of Frasier they want to carry over from Cheers mm-hmm. um, so I mean this is also I feel like this is in the days before the internet of fans being like um excuse me but in episode uh you would have to wait for that rerun of cheers to show on like channel 39 before the news (laughs) and in Mm. order to confirm that i have a few more notes do you have anything major you want to talk about in this episode i think we've covered 
Yeah. Yeah, I've covered a lot of it. Um, I have a, 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 a Laurel one-liner. Great, great. <laughs> Although I'm not Laurel. I know this has been confusing up until this point, listeners, uh, but I am yes. not Laurel. The one where they're talking about what paper uh, Niles won the award for, do you remember this? About the na- the narcissistic opera singer that he titled Me, 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 Me? Yes. <laughs> I legitimately, I was like, I rewound it. I'm like, this is great. Like I listened to it a few times. It really made me laugh. Um, the other two notes I have, and let's see if... I'm going to just read you the notes and see if you can figure out what I was thinking when I wrote these. Oh, this will be fun. Has that statue always been there? The one that Fraser's like, polishing? Yes. Has that one always Probably. been there? Also, I was just... that was such an interesting, like, Fraser in pajamas thing. I was like, oh, the, huh. There was a lot in that scene, yeah. What, like, has that statue always been there? Mm-hmm. Chest hair. He, chest hair was out and, and on display the the the, the fraser chest rug and uh yes he was kind of just like and it's time to go to bed but first i must polish my african well, statue i guess, I guess he, he was like trying to wait up for martin to to console him after maureen broke up with him and then was like well i guess i don't have anything to do so i'll just start polishing this statue <laughs> let that one go sometimes when i don't have anything to do i polish the statue as well <laughs> I'm sorry. This whole podcast is going to take a real blue turn uh, now that I know my mother doesn't uh, listen. But my mother does, so. Oh, whoops. So the other note I had is, that's not how you play banjo. <laughs> well, what's funny is while I didn't remember this episode at all, I knew as soon as the as the like closing credits scene rolled, I was like, oh, she's playing a banjo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I think you pick it like it's like dee 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 oh yeah and she's playing it like an like acoustic a good, guitar yeah. <laughs> and she's not moving her hand so literally she's just playing the same chord over and over again I I don't know why I'm real sensitive to weird stuff like that like I watch movies when they do scenes where someone's looking this way but they're talking mm-hmm. and I get real tuned into their mouth and I'm yes. like that's not what they're saying yes. yeah, yeah yeah yes I I really I hate it when I can spot coverage when I can mm-hmm. tell that that the person who's Back, whose back is to the camera because the other person is talking and that they're and they're piping in that other person's response. I hate it when I can tell that their mouth isn't moving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like that is lazy. <laughs> I I love it when they're, it's like clearly different. I'm like I wonder what they were saying. It still reminds me of that Frasier. Remember when they're playing the piano, yeah. seeing that song? <laughs> I was like, what song? You is mean this? the first time I ever laughed so hard I cried on this podcast? <laughs> Well, it's just, I still to this day, it's like, so it's like, because the song's like, do, 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 and they're like, ah! <laughs> they're almost screaming, it looks like. I'm I mean, like, I, I, it really seems like, um, like one day more from like La Miz or something where they're all singing the different parts, <laughs> like one day more, one more day till revolution. We Like, yes, it seems like a very impassioned. And it's and it's very juxtaposed to like toss out and scramble. <laughs> like um, one other thing, this was not a Laurel one liner, but this was just a great piece of physical comedy on the show when Sherry mm. brings over the bottle of cold duck for them to drink, <laughs> and Niles and Fraser both take little sips and then just their physical comedy of like both of them yes. trying to like hide how much they're cringing, and Kelsey Grammer like slowly like like collapses in slow motion to the couch and stuff. I- I don't remember that specifically so much as when Sherry says she's going to do something with them and then, like, Niles finishes it off. 
like the terrible pink champagne she brings. Yes. Was it cold duck? Have you ever had it? No. I forgot they had the response to that. No, they, they, they both said once. Once, yes. <laughs> um, I'm not I like her. I like her a lot. Oh, okay, good. Good, because she, she as, sticks as around for she is. Yeah. a real long time. Well, she just seemed very genuine by the end. Like, yes. like, she was a lot, but at least she was nice to them. She wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, dad's dating someone who treats us like garbage. Yes, yeah. Or dad's dating bb or whatever yeah, she, she's like she's very warm and and yeah yes. genuine's like a good way to describe it um well because she said other things that like she's like oh i you're a performer oh where vegas you guys ever been there once like like it's just very much like she's fun she's just a very different type of person yes. she's not a bad person she's just very different from fraser and niles yes um should we rate this episode yeah uh I'm trying to remember. Okay, so I'm going to give it... I think I'm going to give it... I liked it a lot. I'm going to give it seven uh, leopard... Is it leopard print things she was saying she was trying to find for the... It, oh, it was a leopard print backlist number. <laughs> yes, uh, seven leopard print backlist numbers. Uh, I am going to give it seven bottles of cold duck. Because uh, I, mm. I liked it, but I don't think... For me, it wasn't a very memorable one. So, like, for example, Leah was still here when I was watching it. And she goes, it was just starting. And she's like, which episode is this? And I was like... I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> I thought you said Leo, and when you were describing what Leo said to you, I was like, oh no, it started. <laughs> this is this is where we lose Laurel. <laughs> um, but you meant you said Leo. Yes, it, I was like, it did get confusing this weekend with both Leah and Leo in the oh, house. Was Le- was, well, I feel like Leah probably had an easier time with it than Leo. Well, but sometimes I, like, I would be like, Leo, and Leo would be like, yeah, oh. Well, the hard thing is the way you talk to Leah is you go, Leah, as you do that, which is really, I think, patronizing, and we need to discuss it. And the way, the way you give her treats is just odd. Um, anyway. Guys, uh, I feel like I'm not the one who had a big night out last night, and I'm a little punch drunk. I think someone else is. I, did, I had fun. I had fun at that Jaws thing. They set off fireworks. You've seen Jaws, right? Once. Once. <laughs> <laughs> they blow up the shark at the end, and then they shoot fireworks off behind Wait, the movie. do they? they do they blow up the shark at the end? He sticks a uh, compressed air in its mouth, and it swims at him, and he goes, oh. Smile, you son of a... And he blows Oh. I didn't... Okay. Maybe I haven't seen <laughs> Jaws. <laughs> um, so, the next one... Liar, Liar, uh, episode 10. Niles, with the Netflix. Niles recalls how he and Frazier once pulled the school fire alarm and blamed it on a known troublemaker who was expelled as a result. Uh, that's feeling guilty when he discovers that his prep school prank got a bully expelled. He tracks the man down and learns that he's in prison. Uh, okay, I mean... I gotta be honest, this one's... Not, this is... I mean, it's got the lowest uh, grade on IMDb of the season. Oh, and it was—it wasn't great. No, there's a lot of stuff I was like flat out like I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. Like they start off and they've all just been. First off, I thought they were at Niles Award, and then oh yeah, it seems weird to have the subject of a previous episode of of of, of the previous episode be we need to go to this award ceremony, and then they start the next episode off with an award ceremony. That's not the same ceremony. Yeah, I also felt like... I, I felt like they in no way needed to have it be just after the CBs. That, that, that lends was, nothing oh, it was to the it. CBs. Well, the other thing is, they were flat out like... Fraser's like, well, now that's an interesting thought. What is a good example of when it's okay to lie? Like, 
good lord, could you set up the the the, the point of this episode any more blatantly? Yes. Maybe it was, it was maybe it was like intern day and <laughs> they wrote <laughs> this given. episode. I, I, I'm with you in that I I so I actually did remember this episode pretty clearly. Um, and I I don't I was like oh I really this is one where as an adult I'm like I just don't really like this episode. I like I don't like I don't like really anything about it. I don't like Martin getting mad at them for lying to him about when he when he's. Ryan's looking at these guys. Oh, about being the being the kid. About, yeah, about, yeah. about, about, about being about the ones who pulled the, the fire alarm, and he was like, "I went to bat for you and everything." I'm like, "This was like 40 years ago, so or 30 years ago, like, you know." I'll I'll be honest. If I wasn't on a a Fraser podcast, which I like, really dove into things, I probably wouldn't care as much. But sitting and watching it with a critical eye, like I think if I did anything, I'd just be like, "Okay, like I this." I would have turned it off halfway. Through. Yeah, but the, but this watching, I was like, this is really lazy. I don't know. I just you're yeah. I, yeah, I just it, majority of this. Uh, one thing I really liked Roz's dress. I thought Roz's dress was very peak late '90s formal wear. But I was like, you know what? That is a, that is a nice dress. Um, it must have really been a bad episode because I don't remember Roz's dress. Wow. I mean, I, I would say it was probably not, like, form-fitting or revealing enough for you. But I just thought, I was like, oh, that's a nice dress. That's classy. Listen, it doesn't always have to be form-fitting and revealing. Le- leopard print and backless. We know your style. Uh, you know my style. It's uh, a ponytail sticking out of a baseball cap. <laughs> oh, and we right. had this discussion earlier. That's right. Guys, um, I went to a conference this week where all I had to wear was athleisure because it was, like, NFL-sponsored. And that, let me tell you, that's the best dress code to have. Anyway. It was it was probably the best conversation we've had outside of this podcast where at the end we went, damn, I wish we were re- I know. <laughs> like recording this. Um, uh, sh- I, I did, like, I did, uh, more more interesting to me was the point when she started kind of insinuating she was going to take Go Home with Bulldog. Yes. Uh, more from a just like, oh, okay, hello, Ross. <laughs> like, I immediately put myself in the place of Bulldog. <laughs> um, but, she, and then she locks him and kicks him out. But, the, the ham-fisted attempt to be like, this is the point of the episode. The whole, like, just everything. That really bugged me. Everything else was just, man. I kind of liked the weirdo. I, the end I liked a lot. But it seemed like a lot. To, I liked when she was like, I only get aroused when there's some danger. So she's trying to, like, hook up with Frasier when her husband could get home in a sec. And then Frasier's hiding. Mm-hmm. And then he sets and off I, the fire alarm. <laughs> that was really good. I think my note in that was, like, genius move, Frasier. But I, because I was like, how's he gonna get out of this one? But I liked when he's behind the like, what is that like, thing like called? Like room divider. It's not even that. I think it's something you're supposed to change behind. Oh, uh, like dressing screen, changing screen. Yes, he's behind a je- dressing screen, and they turn off the lights, but there's a light from outside, and he's just <laughs> yeah. like silhouetted. That, what, that was really that, that was that really that really made me it laugh. Had its but, moments. Yeah, I, I and the rest of it is just. Frazier and Niles pull a prank. It ends up being, you know, they blame it on someone else. He gets expelled, and Frazier's obsessed with finding out, is this what set this guy down the wrong path? And I don't think we get any redemption from that answer. I think the, the answer is, yes, Frazier really screwed up this guy's life in a lot of ways. Yeah, th- that is the answer, or is it that if it wasn't that, it would have been something else? I don't think they did. They, they put a whole lot of effort in making that approach. Because like, I, in, in, I also in the think real you, world, maybe. Well, but I also think that there's there's kind of no way you you can know. I, I think more likely with with what we're looking at, it doesn't really matter because it's a thirty minute sitcom. But you know what I mean. Like we're, we're again 
putting a lot of thought, yes. or at least I am. Yes. I did not care for this episode, to be 100% honest. Like, uh, it, you know what it did remind me of? Um, you ever watch it's one of my favorite Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episodes? I can probably tell you no, because I've seen very few episodes of that show. Oh, so Carlton and, and Will go home with a couple girls or something. Like, they go home. They might be both going home with one girl. I don't know. And they're like, I, I, what I remember is they get there and they're like in their underwear. And all of a sudden someone starts coming in. And they're like, she's like, he's like, look out, my boyfriend's home. And they're like, your boyfriend? You're like, yeah, mad dog. And they both look at each other and go, mad dog. And like, <laughs> it used to be this joke I had with a buddy. And they're like hiding in the closet. And this giant dude comes in and falls asleep on the couch. And they're trying to leave, and he like wakes up and look at them, looks at him. The audience is like, "Ooh!" And then all of a sudden, they're both like, "This is a dream," <laughs> <laughs> and they start doing that. That's funny. Well, I, I I may put that up, but like that's what this reminded me of, and and that was the again the funniest part to me was I'm still thinking of him behind that screen and just very Kelsey Grammer like, "Oh oh oh no!" Yeah. <laughs> put his hands on his head. <laughs> so ridiculous. I I've, I. Do we got, let me look up my notes. I'm like starving for stuff. I feel like I had some Laurel one-liners, but now I don't remember what they were. Oh, uh, Niles hurts his back, and Daphne keeps putting that terrible, terrible liniment on. Yes, him. yes. Which I, I, fe- I felt his pain almost literally because I was like, we've all been there with icy hot or something. Yes, so. I did like his when she's 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 uh, putting on me. Goes frost me like a cake. <laughs> But and then it and then it kind of ended up being that really really over the top physical comedy in the in the uh, cold I, I want to call it the cold clothes yeah or I mean I think cold clothes is fine yeah um where she's like she's like he's like really like acting it up she comes in he's just petting the dog like you could tell ones where maybe they filmed a scene and they made it a closing as opposed to like this is gonna be a closing yeah and uh, there is this. This is a wrestling story, so just bear with me for a second. But they do this thing it's been on. A while, listeners, like, we gotta give them this one. All right, hold it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they'll do stuff where they'll do a skit, and then they'll slowly kind of like keep the the frame on on the the, the wrestlers, and they're still talking, but like it, it goes to the sound of like the commentators going, "Well, you know, uh, Randy Macho Man Savage didn't seem too happy about that one." Or the crowd, and there was this one recently where these two guys are still talking, but they don't cut the sound away, and you can just hear them going, and like their mouths barely moving, and they're, and I'm like, and it's it's funny because it's wrestling. I was like, hey, they're faking that. Well, what is it? My coworker said that like at one point they were they were casting for extras for the new Wonder Woman movie in the DC area, and my coworker was mm-hmm. like, we should all go, and all we have to do is stand in the background and say, and I think it was grapefruit turnip. Oh, uh, watermelon's another one I've yeah, heard. Yeah, it's like the things that ex- that you know extras are just mouthing the whole time. It's it's weird watching um, uh, like things like that where you see the thing being filmed and you realize like there's no background noise, so it's just everyone going. But that yeah. is what everyone does. It's just yeah, <laughs> that's sort of ridiculous crap. I, I, which n- no one on the podcast is going to hear because this is not a visual medium. But anyway. I, I remember in, in my theater days um, uh, of of middle school, camera, <laughs> yeah, middle school. Um, you know, when you're in a play, it's not like everybody on stage is always involved in the scene. Sometimes, like your part of the scene is over, but you're still on stage. So, like you're at the soda shop with your friends. So you're pointing to the menu and like talking to the waiter about what you want to order. I, I really took a lot of pride in that. I wanted to, you know, just really 
show that I was not just saying grapefruit turnip. I was actually, you know, I was into my character. You want to rate this one? I, I, I mean, I feel like I'd give this one like a five and that feels a little generous. Yeah, I was going to give it a, a, I don't think it's offensive, but I was going to give it a four or a three. I, I was going between a four and a five. I was going to do 4.5, but I'm trying to, so yeah, you know what? You've talked me down. I'll, I'll give it a four. All right, I'll give it a three. And I, you know what? This doesn't deserve a thing for me because I don't remember. <laughs> I, I would just do four. Three four dressing jar- screens. Four jars of liniment is what I would do. This is one you guys could completely skip. I don't know why you're listening to all of this these podcasts and then deciding your phrase or uh, order. But if you wanted to skip this one, you're missing nothing. There's nothing yeah. you're missing from this. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what uh, we're missing, and that's... Uh, emails in our inbox so if you want to get a hold of us and send us an email we are craniacs at gmail.com that's c-r-a-n-e-i-a-c-s uh is someone like like robbing your house <laughs> leo is rolling his treat his ball that has treats in it around he's on a diet so he's he's very frantic okay. he's hangry all the time now so legitimately if you turned around and someone was ransacking your apartment i wouldn't be 100 percent surprised Okay, craniacs. I that tattoo, and I live a dangerous life now. <laughs> I know. I, I don't even know you an anymore. After tattoo. after last night, you got a, a little tiny acre tattoo. You got ruffians living in your apartment. <laughs> uh, we're on Twitter at craniacs. We're on Facebook, craniacs group. That's where a lot of the stuff goes down. Check us out. Search for us. Um, we are on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, and iTunes, of course. So please give us a review. It really helps us out. Yeah, I, I saw. Uh, I think we have either nine or 12 reviews now maybe on itunes and they're all five star reviews so i really i guess this means nobody is taking any of my other pop culture recommendations but that's okay if you're just no your time is spent with spent uh just giving us five star reviews i have a recommendation if you were thinking of giving us a, a lower than five star review go for it uh are you watching the new veronica mars no i didn't watch old veronica mars though so oh if you have not watched Old Veronica Mars, I highly suggest doing it because it is all available on Hulu right now. Uh, if you don't know anything about Veronica Mars, it's uh, Kristen Bell's, I think her first role, mm-hmm. her first major, major role, of yeah. course. And she is a uh, a, a child uh, private investigator, but it makes it kind of sound like an Encyclopedia Brown-esque show, and it's really not. It's a lot more adult than that. Um it's it's it holds up very well it's across a couple different mediums and they just created a a couple different streaming platforms uh the first three seasons are on hulu there's a movie they made in between them that's on hbo and then they've got a new season that just came out on uh hulu the original seasons were done in the early 2000s like upn cw days and uh this one is catching up with everything it's really good so far um I'm probably gonna go watch it right after this. <laughs> um, it's got it's it's star studded. It's got J.K. Simmons is in it. Patton Oswalt is in it. Uh, there's a bunch of different kind of little cameos. It's it's great. It's it's one of those shows that when it was out, I think a lot of you know uh, famous people were trying to get on it because it was so well done. It's it's good. I, I it's it's hard to encapsulate because it's not like. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She fights vampires. It's basically just it's it's she's a she's a teenage private eye. But uh, qu- I really recommend checking out a few episodes. Question: <clears throat> Was it ever nominated for any Emmys or anything? 
I'm not 100% sure. Well, you know what was nominated for Emmys this week? Two Uh-oh. past recommendations of mine, Fleabag and Schitt's Creek. So if you were on the fence about taking these recommendations, look no further than the recommendation from the Emmy voters. Because both are nominated for Best Comedy Series as well as many other Emmys. So in case you thought my recommendations were crap, well, now we can say my Emmy-nominated recommendations. Um, Satellite, Saturn, Teen Choice. Oh my gosh, it featured Teen on Choice. AF. Well, I mean, it was it was very weird because it's 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 a show that seems like they're they're focusing on teens, but the whole point is she used to be uh, her father was the sheriff. Her best friend is murdered. Her father blames one. Of, it's it's a, it's a uh, very rich. Um, California town where like there's the there's there's no real middle class there's the high the 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 rich people and the very poor people and he goes after one of the very rich and says I think you murdered her and then it ruins his career and then you pick up where she's starting to help him be a private investigator Mm. isn't it they live in Neptune yes that's a weird, like, one thing to know. Is Neptune a real place? It's well, not a real place. I, I, I mean, I know a lot about I Veronica. Mean, no, I know a lot about Veronica Mars. Like, she, she's a detective. I know, like, she, like, talks to... Doesn't she, like, narrate the episodes or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I know that happens. It's very neo-noir, but it's very cleverly written. They're doing some stuff in this new season that's interesting because I, I it's not just, like, Veronica's always right. Like, Veronica's doing some bad things in this season that I'm like that not like bad bad but it's like stuff she did something in this last episode that I was like I don't like that and then they immediately addressed it where her friends were like you can't do that again like that is not cool so I so really this, appreciate them this sounds doing better that. than the Gilmore Girls revival where Rory became such a like such an unrecognizable character in terms of her personality that everyone was just like no no this is I highly recommend it uh and and hello and good day to all my fellow marshmallows out there. Say, please give a marshmallow <laughs> shout out. Um, but yeah, check those out, guys. Fleabag, uh, Shit's Creek, and Veronica Mars. And uh, until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're listening. Bye, y'all.